Hey everybody, welcome to Unscripted. We're all about inspiring better conversations and thinking more deeply and critically about faith, life, and leadership. And here I am today with Mr. Pastor Daniel Clark. How's he? Howdy. How, howdy. How's it going? I was trying to combine those two things there. It's going great. Man. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Awesome. I've got some fun questions to talk about today. So All right. this is kind of a segment that we do. It's a round table at a square table and it's just the two of us today. Yeah. Uh, and the, the point of this is, is basically just to talk a little bit about what the sermon series has been at the church for a little while. And this has been a really interesting one. I've been like just loving it. It's, yeah. it's the life you actually want as opposed to the life you've always dreamed of Yeah, because everybody like tries to sell you on the life you've always dreamed of, but yeah. in reality, it doesn't really measure up to what you think it is. Never. And, and so I, I thought I'd kick off today with a fun question for you. Oh boy. All right. What is the life you've always dreamed of? Like if you uh, were to describe that, yeah. what would that look like? And, and I'll let you think about it for a second. Cause I'm gonna sure. tell you what I, what I would have. Okay. So I've given this a lot of thought. All right. All right. All right. All right so for me, when I think about the life I've always dreamed of, location is everything. Yeah. Okay. Most definitely. So for me, I imagine being at the base of a mountain on the ocean. Wow. Right? Very, like, can, uh, can you imagine okay. that? All right. Uh, it's like, well, kind of like Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. But it gets better. Oh, okay. okay. All right. It's not just at the base of a mountain on the ocean, it's in a treehouse. Oh, like you live dude. in like this gigantic, amazing, wild, like huge tree of a tree house, yeah. like with tons of different rooms, like swing from ropes. I love it. The whole thing. Dude. Gets better. All right. There's a garage f at the base. Like you don't have to like jump off the tree, but sure. there's like a garage filled with all the recreation equipment you could ever dream of. Like yeah. you have like mountain bikes and yep. ski stuff. Cause there's, there's snow up there too. Because oh, yeah. of course, I mean, yep. if you're going to live there. That's where it's gotta be. And there's like different just all the different gear you could ever want like gearheads like going crazy yeah that's all there in the garage yeah. and then there's like this amazing fire pit there's no bugs that that's the life i've always <laughs> dreamed of uh, this is just well, a little touch a little yeah. taste but i thought i'd maybe help you get your wheels turning yeah. i'm curious for you well i love it because uh you know we have gotten up on stage to talk about this life we actually want yeah but like we're human totally you know so like there's still like dreams that everybody else has dreams of things and you know the things that we want to make our life exciting i laughed so much when you said that because uh you just described like camp life totally yeah, yeah absolutely and, but like air conditioning and all the things yeah like. <laughs> well some camps have that this is you know? true okay. yeah i don't uh, think those are never the camps i went to oh <laughs> no, right right camps have have changed almost uh yeah that's a whole other story Life yeah. you've always dreamed of, man. Tell Dude, me. It's it's almost it's almost picture perfect. It's actually really crazy. I laugh so much because, you know, Lindsay and I, uh, like our dream is to start a camp. Yeah. And so a lot of that is very similar. We're really torn, like, we love Montana, mega mountains, best mountains in the US, right? Sure. I wouldn't know, but it sounds awesome. Yeah. May like like they get like feet on feet on feet of snow. Like it's amazing. Uh, sounds epic, but the extra funny part is that like this camp that we're dreaming of starting, yeah. like one of the unique aspects of it is that the cabins that students stay in would be tree houses. Of course they would be. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Like, right? Dude, You're going to have unbelievable, a tree house. Right? Yeah, totally. So yeah, dude, uh, man, the dream life is like just out in the woods you know, uh, camp life where we're leading trips and, uh, 
gear. Gear. It always comes back to the gear. gear. I totally agree. Oh, man. There's something special about some fresh new gear. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But, man, huge family. All working together for the same purpose, the same goal. It's a huge, huge dream of mine. Is like a family united together for the same purpose. That's just like everyone is got unique talents and there's so many of us that like we <laughs> could just we could just do it all you know what i mean and uh thinking like 30 kids <laughs> it's like what the stretch <laughs> but 10 would be good uh yeah. <laughs> i don't oh, think we'll, i don't think we'll get there but really uh, i think like the dream life for me has always been about family yeah and like the uh the community that is forced within family i think we're in a world where community is really difficult to accomplish yeah people don't want it they want like this kind of sense of community but they are afraid to be real and vulnerable in a genuine sense of community and if you have a really big family you have to be friends right yeah. like you're yeah. not and friends the, but the vulnerability is guaranteed right <laughs> you know you just see it all it's interesting so this is what i love about you is is you went from the life that you've always dreamed of and like maybe like in a, a like place location yeah. that kind of a thing but just because of uh who you are and i think like this uh desire you have to live a certain kind of life it actually steers us right into the life you actually want, which mm. is a difference. And it's funny because for most people, they would want a life without conflict. Yeah. And yet what you just mentioned requires so much conflict yeah. because you just have to discuss things. You have to get into the nitty gritty with people. Yeah. So what I love about this conversation is when you start talking about the life you've always dreamed of, it's not the same for everybody. Yep. And when you get into the stuff you really want, there's things that are required to get it like conflict. Yeah. Like, uh, putting yourself out there, like sacrifice, mm. like, uh, doing things and hard work over a long period of time to get there. These are the realities of earning and finding that life you've always dreamed of. Uh, but in the series, it was different than that a little bit. So I'm curious as you've been in the series and listened to the series a little bit, last little bit, uh, tell me what you've noticed. What, what surprised you about it? Oh, man. Uh, it surprised me how much um, how much I needed it. Yeah, you know, like, same here. We can be in it. We can know that like peace comes from God, not anything around us. But practicing it is much more difficult. And like seeking out... Uh, in that way is much more difficult and you need to be reminded constantly. And like, even today, uh, you know, got back from vacation, loaded schedule, loaded. I'm like, Oh <laughs> man. Wow. Okay. Here we go again. And just like turning to God and prayer and seeking that peace. And like, there's like the trust aspect of peace. Like peace doesn't come if you don't like really trust in his, sovereignty of it all or his uh yeah man how much i needed it the most the question was what surprised me the most yeah, yeah. totally and it, it, it's actually been the same situation for me uh come up with these ideas right like you feel like god's leading you towards a certain type of sermon series and and this is one that i felt very certain god wanted us to do and yeah. it's called the life you actually want but the reality is it's just been a, a walk through the fruit of the spirit. Right. 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and so on. Uh, what surprised me was as I sat down to actually write sermons for this, I was reminded of just how much we can't work our way into these things mm. or try our way into these things. Yeah. These are things that for you personally, you have to experience from God in order for them to grow and develop inside of you. Mm. So it's, it's kind of like a, uh, being a mirror, right? Yeah. Like you, you don't get to reflect anything um, unless you actually get to experience it. Yep. So the only way to reflect God and his character is to experience God. And when we experience God and his character, that's when the characters of God, I love, joy, peace, patience, actually come out of you and you're able to reflect them. And the more you can experience those things, the more you can reflect them. And it's really beautiful. But I am, it's, we live in a world where that is so counterintuitive. You're just supposed to try harder, yeah. figure it out. And, and I think that's such an interesting concept to think about. Yeah, and uh, man... One thing you just said uh, was like, you have to experience it, right? From God. But how do you experience it? Yeah. By going through the opposite, right? The oh, conflict, that's an idea, yeah. You know, why is, why is uh, community something we desire so much if it's so difficult? Well, there's the ebb and flow. When you go through really rough things, it makes the really amazing things all that sweeter. We can't experience God's joy unless we go through something really, really difficult and we turn to him in that and he says, yeah, but look at, you know, I, I, with this blessing or yeah, like, let me walk you through it or peace. You can't experience God's peace if life is always peaceful. Yeah. Right. right? It's super so, true. Yeah. That's super interesting. I mean, we, we've got one left when we're recording this. This will come out after the final one of these. Okay. Uh, the last one is on faithfulness. So yeah. uh, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait for it. Um, you probably already experienced it. If you haven't, you can watch it online. But uh, you talk about faithfulness and, and talking about just experiencing those things. When you experience the lack of it, mm. I think you're right. You, the lack of it, there's something really beautiful in experiencing it from God. So faithfulness is interesting because it deals with promises. Mm. And I think a lot of people have experienced broken promises from so many people in their lives. Yeah. So when they get to hear about a God who doesn't break a promise, that's like this deep, profound change in them because they finally find somebody they can trust. Yep. And you talk about peace and you can't have peace unless you trust God. Yep. And you talk about community and you can't experience good community unless, uh, unless you actually do the work it requires to yep. uh, be in it and yep. have that or kind of stuff. gentleness, yeah. self-control, which was Man. this last week and it was awesome. Uh, yeah. It was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that surprised you the most. I mean, I'm curious a bit more about this community thing for you. Okay. So this is a little bit of a tangent. Sure. Um, you guys really desire to have really important and healthy community um, stuff that you actually get into with each other. Yeah. Uh, and you described like vulnerability and that sort of thing. And those are a bit of buzzwords, but sure. what, do those, what do those words mean to you? Like, how does that, how does that actually play out? Sure. Ah, uh, man. I mean, it's to start is difficult, right? It like, is. You have to, um, you have to, uh, it's a bit like leadership, right? Like if you are going to lead people in a direction, they need to know that you've already been there. Yeah, yeah, totally. In a in a community or in a friendship, if you want a friendship, a, a community that is vulnerable, that shares 
uh, the tough parts of life with that we can we can encourage each other and like bring food to each other because we know that something really rough just happened or they can watch your kids because you're really struggling at work if if you want a community that is going to be vulnerable in that way you got to then be vulnerable and that's the scary part and the part that so many people are afraid of participating in because that requires them to share ugly parts of themselves or things that they're not comfortable with even being in for themselves right now you know so it's something Lindsay and I crave. I don't know why or what in our being that like has made us this way, uh, but we seek it out. Um, and it starts with like us and like, if you want, like, yeah, if you want quality community, it starts with yourself. Yeah. You does. gotta be the kind of person. I think you said this once you gotta be the probably, kind of, I probably yeah. said something really smart like this if before. You, <laughs> if you want to surround, you gotta be the kind of person you want to surround yourself with or something like that. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. Uh, I think that's really a helpful thing to say because I think people crave it. Mm-hmm. I know they do. Yeah. I know that one of the biggest comments I hear from people when they walk into church or they leave church is, I didn't feel connected there. Mm. Uh, and, and it's real. Like, I get it. Some places just aren't very welcoming. <laughs> yeah. So that's a religious thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's always been a thing that I think has happened really well here in, in a lot of ways. I mean, I'm not saying we're perfect. We're not. Uh, but this church is made up of people that have experienced enough of life that they're not going to pretend. Yeah. And that's a really helpful thing at the very least in making it feel like a welcoming place because people from every walk of life walk through these doors and love it. Yeah. And that's awesome. But I want to keep talking about this for a little bit more because I think what you say really has to do with the life you actually want and these fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Because the only way for you to develop these things and grow these things in your life is to one, get them from God and to practice them with other people. Yes, right. Yeah, our faith is not just for ourselves. Exactly. Like, I'm, it's not about me being gentle with myself. No, it's you not. Know, or, or, <laughs> Which is, it's okay to be like, gentle with yourself, yeah, but like, you got to do it with other people too. Yeah, like, like peace, right? Like, so the sermon I gave on peace, it was more about having inner peace with the things going on about you. But it's supposed to also be so that you can be peaceful with others yes, too. Yes, right? exactly. And, like, and that requires a community that you don't necessarily disagree with. They do things differently than you. And hey, that's okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah, wild concept there. It's okay. <laughs> to disagree. Can, yeah, and you can have a conversation and you can say, I agree to disagree. It's all good. Let's go have some pizza because yeah. I like pizza. I don't know if you experienced this or not, but and I think you said you did. But for me, going through all these different things over the last number of weeks, it's always been the case that for whatever reason, that week required a huge extra dose of each of those things. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. it was just wild. Like, it yeah. was just a, such a real thing. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was really good because it was a reminder that these things grow because you have to use them. Yes. And you have to let them, like, sink in. And, and it's not just something you just say it's something that like, comes out of your character as you grow these things yeah and a super helpful thing to remember is like um lindsay and i talk about this often like this is our goal yeah <laughs> yeah but it doesn't mean that we're there or we're ever going to be like fully there and we have to give ourselves like permission like to mess up because Absolutely. we're human and then say like okay let's use like a husband wife situation mm-hmm. right and gentleness and self-control 
right? That's our goal. The life you actually want is a life filled with gentleness and self-control. It's an activity that you practice, but practice means that you fail, right? Most definitely. And when we're talking with our husband or our wife, we have to create the environment to say, hon, like you didn't, you weren't very gentle to me. And I know this is what we're working towards. And so I forgive you. And I just wanted you, I wanted to call it out so that you recognized it. But like, I know that your goal is for it to get better. So I wanted you to recognize it. And now you can like think about it and work toward it the next time. But I forgive you. I've moved on. Like I forgive you and let's do it. You know, do you, do you say that like in the moment with like a really loud voice? Is that what you're going to do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. Good. No. I'm just curious. No. However, that's like some, that's like, you know, uh, the bedtime talk. <laughs> okay. That, remember, remember that one sermon? I was like, she's always trying to talk to me when I go to sleep and I'm like, not about that. But. <laughs> Those are usually those conversations. And this is where, where you practice patience <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she's practicing gentleness. You're yeah. practicing. <laughs> it's practice though. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yep. And a community involves grace, which we experience from God. And then we can reflect that. Right. Yeah. It's a whole circle. Yeah. It, it totally is. God reflection, practice, forgiveness, God, reflection. <laughs> hey, you should like, like diagram. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is really good. Uh, so the last thing I want to say is, and get into with this, because I, I, I want to keep this uh, really in the area of, yeah. of uh, these fruit of the spirit. Yep. Um, for you personally, what is one, of, and I'll answer for myself too. Yeah. Um, what is one of these fruit of the spirit hmm. that has helped you enjoy the life mm. you actually want versus um, mm. idealize what could have been and then feel let down because of it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Give it to me again though. So what, which one of these fruit of the spirit have you experienced and by experiencing it um, and using it and practicing it because of doing that, you've then experienced the life you actually want mm instead of maybe being let down by not experiencing the life you've always dreamed of? Hmm. Yeah. That's a great question. Thanks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just thought of it now, oh, but it, right. we're going with it. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I guess, uh, man, the, uh, the, what comes to mind would be gentleness. Sure. Yeah. Why? Um, well, I growing up was an angry kid. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know what it was. It doesn't, it, I like, I desire to seek counseling to like figure it out. I just haven't made that step in my life yet. But like, uh, so I grew up and my parents divorced when I was one and my mom remarried to my current stepdad when I was four. And so like, I don't actually remember any of those events happening However, they, I still had that like stepfather syndrome where I was like angry and, uh, I always felt misunderstood. And so I like lashed out a lot. I got in a lot of trouble growing up and, uh, I'd like punch walls. There's like holes in my bedroom door still to this day, back at my parents' house. Sure. And, uh, I don't know exactly what happened. I feel literally more gentle in who I am as a person. And, uh, 
that is nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You know, I, yeah. like, like that's the life I actually want. Like I didn't want to be angry. I don't exactly understand why I was so angry as a kid. And, uh, the only re- reason I can full, like, you know, I don't have a reason for why I'm so gentle other than like God. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh, that's, that's, one of the fruits of the spirit that I've literally experienced in my life that's changed my life. And that is like, I enjoy living. Like that's the life I actually want. That's really awesome. Yeah. Thanks How about for yourself? For, for me, it's joy. Yeah. Uh, I've always been a happy person, like generally like a positive demeanor that that's been the case. But I, I think for me, I mean, as you get older, you have family, you have kids, you can get so run down into mm-hmm. the midst of, of just the stuff you got to do. Mm-hmm. Like it can get to this feeling of, of you're just going through the motions to pay the bills, to get to work, to take care of the house, to mow the lawn, to yeah. whatever the things are. But especially with Meg, like to be able to choose joy mm. and choose to experience joy and to look for it, to find it yeah. and like steal it. We, we use that word uh-huh. a lot, like to steal joy. Okay. Um, it's been really fun because I mean, it's been a really full season for us um, just because of all the shifts and changes yep. in both of our lives and work lives and all those kind of stuff and kids. Yep. But in the midst of that, choosing to steal joy has allowed me to, to even be able to think to this to myself. This is the life I actually want. Mm, yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. It's not the life I dreamed of and like whatever idyllic idea, but I don't want that life anymore. Yeah. Uh, this is the life I actually want and I can steal all kinds of joy in the middle of it. And mm. it's wonderful. Yeah. I, I love, I love it. I love it. I, I can relate to that. Just when you say that, like thinking about particular weird little things and it, and part of it is just like being a new dad totally watching daniel do all these crazy new things he took his first step in mexico no way yeah that's so exciting that's like a cool thing like he took his first step in mexico (laughs) you're gonna live that one forever yeah you hear that from you (laughs) yep but like just like the the little things like that life is crazy chaos all around you and then all of a sudden you look over and like he just like turns his head and smiles at you, you know, <laughs> and like just smiling because he saw you. And yeah. it's like, oh, wow, I'm going to stop everything I'm doing. I don't care if it ruins the rest of my day because this is special. That's awesome. Similar to what you were saying. Fantastic, man. Yeah. That's that a good, good picture of it. Uh, if you're listening in and you're thinking to yourself, I mean, answer this for yourself. Like what's yeah. the, what's the fruit of the spirit that for you is the defining thing that, that helps you experience the life you actually want in the midst of maybe difficulty, a struggle or, or hardship. What is it that helps you experience that? And why is it actually better than the life everybody told you you were supposed to dream about? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, that, that's the end of, of, of this unscripted. I hope you guys enjoyed it. The round table at a square table. Love it. Um, as we talk about sermon series stuff and, and dig into it a little bit further. Uh, if you want to uh, like us, you can like us at, uh, at the Instagram at RCC Unscripted. You can follow on any of the podcast things, so Apple or Spotify or on YouTube, and share it. If this is something that was helpful for you and meaningful for you, you should share it with somebody who you think it would be helpful to as well. That would be an awesome thing. With that, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sam. Appreciate it as always. Thanks, Dan. I I love having you on here. This is a great conversation. I appreciate you. Awesome. Have a good week, everybody. Bye-bye.